Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the heart of the wild with John Krakauer's gripping narrative, Into the Wild. This book presents an unflinching account of Christopher McCandless's extraordinary journey from a life of privilege to one of utter freedom roaming the American West. McCandless, drawn by the call of the wild, embraced a life of simplicity, adventure, and risk, culminating in a story as tragic as it is inspirational. Krakauer, a seasoned mountaineer and writer, first introduced us to McCandless's story in a detailed article for Outside Magazine, which he then expanded into this compelling book. Spending two years on the New York Times bestseller list and adapted into a movie directed by Sean Penn, Into the Wild has captivated millions with its profound exploration of the allure of nature and the extremes of human spirit. John Krakauer, not just an observer but a participant in the realms he writes about, brings a unique perspective shaped by his own adventures, with bestsellers like Into Thin Air and Under the Banner of Heaven under his belt, Krakauer navigates the complexities of McCandless's story with deep empathy and insight. Into the Wild is for those captivated by the thrill of outdoor adventure, individuals feeling the monotony of daily life, and readers curious about the motivations driving some to embrace risks that others would deem unthinkable. Join us as we explore the life and legacy of Christopher McCandless, a young man who dared to live according to his own rules in search of meaning and beauty in the wild. Into the Wild, an unflinching account of the extraordinary life and death of Christopher McCandless. Introduction, Seeking Something More, a tale of lost and found in the Alaskan wild. In the crisp, unforgiving expanse of the Alaskan wilderness, April 1992 marked the beginning of Christopher McCandless's final adventure. With just a rifle, oversized rubber boots, and a guide to edible plants, McCandless ventured into the unknown, driven by a fervent quest for adventure that had propelled him across the American West for two years. His upbringing in the comfortable suburbs could hardly have predicted his ultimate destiny in the Alaskan backcountry, a destiny that would end in tragedy. Four months after he set out, McCandless's journey concluded as moose hunters stumbled upon an abandoned bus containing his lifeless body. He had succumbed to starvation nearly three weeks before his discovery. In Alaska, opinions on McCandless diverged sharply. To many, he appeared merely as a reckless dreamer flirting with death. Yet the very bus where McCandless breathed his last transformed into a shrine, attracting individuals from across the globe. These were souls haunted by an insatiable yearning, a thirst for something beyond the reach of ordinary existence. McCandless, in his life and death, became a symbol of this relentless quest, his interactions imbued with undeniable charm and generosity, left indelible marks on those fortunate enough to cross his path. As we delve into his story, we uncover a seismic shift in McCandless's life trajectory, instigated by a shattering personal discovery. This pivot steered him toward a path fraught with uncertainty and peril but also ripe with the potential for profound self-discovery. 
McCandless's narrative is punctuated by encounters with individuals whose lives he touched, showcasing his remarkable ability to forge connections through his openness and warmth. In tracing McCandless's footsteps, we also confront the harrowing reality of his untimely demise, not as a calculated embrace of death, but as the tragic consequence of a simple yet catastrophic mistake. His story beckons us to explore the depths of human experience, from the exhilarating allure of uncharted adventures to the profound quest for meaning beyond the confines of society's expectations. Christopher McCandless's journey compels us to reflect on the essence of searching, losing, and ultimately, finding. It is a meditation on youth, trauma, and the unquenchable human spirit's quest for the sublime, a narrative that continues to resonate and inspire those who understand the inexorable pull of longing for something more. Part 1. A Tumult Beneath the Calm. The Origins of an Adventurer's Quest. Christopher McCandless's journey into the wild did not originate from a mere whim. Growing up in the comfortable suburbs of Annandale, Virginia, with an aerospace engineer father who provided, well for the family, Chris's life seemed poised on a track of conventional success. Yet, beneath the surface of this idyllic upbringing simmered a restless spirit and a profound discontent that would eventually propel him into the wilderness. Even from an early age, Chris exhibited signs of an adventurous soul, a story his father Walt recounts of two-year-old Chris breaking into a neighbor's house in search of candy speaks volumes about his fearless nature and insatiable curiosity. Walt's reflections, noting his son's audacity and their efforts to rein him in, reveal an underlying tension that would define Chris's relationship with his parents, especially his father. Chris and Walt, despite their increasingly strained relationship, shared striking similarities in temperament and determination, which only served to exacerbate their disputes. Yet it was a startling revelation about his father's past that truly set Chris on his unparalleled path. Unbeknownst to Chris for much of his life, his father had led a clandestine double life, maintaining two families simultaneously. This shocking discovery, made during a visit to his parents' former neighborhood in California, forced Chris to confront a harsh reality that deeply shook his perception of his family and his place within it. The betrayal he felt upon learning of his father's other life, complete with half-siblings he hadn't known about, drove a wedge between him and his family. Following this revelation, Chris's demeanor took on a new direction. While he outwardly complied with expectations, attending college in Atlanta as planned, his inner world was in turmoil. He began distancing himself, turning inward, and planning his escape from a life that now felt suffocatingly inauthentic. Upon graduating from college, Chris embarked on what he envisioned as the grand adventure of a lifetime, leaving behind everything familiar. His departure was not just a physical distancing, but an outright rejection of the life his parents envisaged for him. Donating his trust fund to charity, Chris set off in his Datsun, adopting the moniker Alexander Supertramp, a symbolic renaming to mark his transformation and break away from his past. Chris's calm exterior masked a sea of emotions, a deep-seated dissatisfaction with his known world, and a relentless pursuit of truth and authenticity. His journey westward was not merely an escape, but a quest for liberation from the constraints of conventional society determined to carve a path on his own terms. 
informed by a desire to experience life in its most raw and unfiltered form. Part 2. A Connection Forged on the Road, McCandless and His Unlikely Guardian In the late summer of 1990, amid the vast landscapes where Oregon meets California, Jan Burroughs and her partner Bob, seasoned nomads living out of an aging van, stumbled upon a site that would mark the beginning of an unexpected bond. There, on the roadside, was a young man, barely more than a boy really, foraging for wild berries with a makeshift container. He introduced himself simply as Alex, a name that would stick between them. Despite his hungry appearance, Jan noted a spark of happiness in him that was infectious. Jan, estranged from her son who was close to McCandless's age, felt an immediate kinship with Alex. Their shared days at a coastal campsite blossomed into a friendship that retained its warmth even as McCandless continued his journey, maintaining correspondence through monthly postcards. This connection highlighted a profound facet of McCandless's journey, his ability to form deep familial bonds, even amidst his quest for solitude and self-discovery. McCandless's wanderings took him to diverse locales, from the Dakotas to the balmy Gulf of California, where he embarked on an ambitious kayak journey, subsisting on a minimal diet yet seemingly content in his endeavors. His travels were less about the destinations and more about the experiences and the people he met along the way. Eventually, driven by a need for companionship, McCandless found his way to the Slabs, an eccentric makeshift community on the fringes of society where Jan and Bob had settled for the winter. There, in an environment that thrived on the unconventional, Chris, now known as Alex, flourished. His charismatic aura, coupled with a knack for storytelling and a musical talent that drew crowds, cemented his place within this community of misfits and drifters. More than just a friend, Jan became a surrogate mother to McCandless, embodying a familial warmth that he had long distanced himself from. Her concern for him, urging him to reconnect with his parents, mirrored her own longing for reconciliation with her estranged son. In McCandless, Jan found a chance to nurture, to care for someone as she wished someone would care for her own son lost in the world. While McCandless's journey is often characterized by his solitary quest and tragic end, it's the relationships like the one he shared with Jan that paint a fuller picture of his life. Through every encounter, every soul he touched along his path, McCandless left a legacy of compassion, curiosity, and an indomitable spirit that sought connection in the midst of his great adventure into the wild. Part 3. Changing Lives on the Open Road The Story of Chris McCandless and Ron France In the early days of 1991, an octogenarian by the name of Ronald Franz encountered a young wanderer named Chris McCandless, or Alex, as he introduced himself. Their meeting was serendipitous on a stretch of Californian desert road leading back to McCandless's temporary abode. After dropping McCandless off and experiencing a brief delve into his unconventional lifestyle, Ron found himself gripped by an inexplicable concern for the young man. Deciding to return to the camp, Ron attempted, albeit unsuccessfully, to sway McCandless from his path. Yet, what unfolded was a relationship that would profoundly alter Ron's latter years. Ron's life before McCandless was marked by significant losses and battles. His military career, the tragic death of his family, and his personal war against alcoholism. 
the loneliness and pain that lingered from these life events, found an unexpected salve in his friendship with McCandless. Their bond deepened over shared moments and skills exchanged, such as leatherworking, through which McCandless crafted a belt, narrating his journey. Ron saw in McCandless a kindred spirit, perhaps a surrogate for the family he had lost. The time came for McCandless to move on, yet Ron's attachment had grown to the extent that he offered transportation, not just once but multiple times, and even expressed a desire to formally adopt McCandless as his grandson, an offer declined by McCandless, wary of the responsibilities and implications of such a bond. The impact of their relationship was evident in the drastic steps Ron took following their separation. Inspired by McCandless's free-spirited approach to life, Ron commenced living out of an old truck, abandoning his previous lifestyle to dwell in the desert, much like McCandless had. This transformation was profound, marking a departure from decades of routine and the onset of a new chapter driven by the youthful spirit of McCandless. However, the news of McCandless's tragic death struck Ron with the force of a personal loss. The grief was palpable, a testament to the depth of their connection. When confronted with visual reminders of McCandless's final days, Ron's emotional reaction underscored the profound bond that had developed between the unlikely friends, a bond that transcended age and background, forged in the shared human experience of seeking purpose and meaning. In Ron's story, we see another facet of McCandless's journey. Not just the solo adventurer trekking into the wild, but a person capable of deeply impacting those he met, inspiring change and provoking reflection. The legacy of Chris McCandless, as seen through his friendship with Ron Franz, is a poignant narrative of unlikely connections that challenges our perceptions of relationships, age, and the journey to find one's place in the world. Part 4. A Journey's Pause. The Family. McCandless found in South Dakota. In the fall of 1990, amidst the vast and open roads, Wayne Westerberg chanced upon a lanky hitchhiker by the name of Alex McCandless. There was an immediate allure to Alex, something about his demeanor that struck Wayne more profoundly than the many travelers he'd encountered before. This fleeting roadside meeting was the prelude to a lasting camaraderie, as McCandless would later find his way to Wayne's doorstep in Carthage, South Dakota, seeking work and refuge. Wayne, the owner of a grain elevator, offered McCandless a position that was anything but glamorous. Cleaning out silos filled with decomposing grain and vermin. Yet, despite the backbreaking and malodorous tasks, McCandless distinguished himself through an unparalleled work ethic that Wayne had never seen matched by the numerous itinerants he'd employed over the years. McCandless's stay in Carthage transcended mere employment. The bonds he formed there painted the small rural town as his latest and most profound home away from home. His evenings were spent reveling with Wayne and the locals in the sparse delights the town offered, from belt-loosening sessions at the local bar to nights filled with music and dance in nearby honky-tonks. It was on one such occasion that McCandless unveiled yet another layer of his enigmatic character, a musical talent that left the Carthage residents, including Wayne's girlfriend Gail, in awe. The depth of McCandless's relationships in Carthage was not limited to his peers.
Wayne's mother, Mary Westerberg, also felt a unique connection with McCandless during the rare dinner they shared, finding fascination in his convictions and aspirations. To her, McCandless embodied the rare individual who not only envisioned a life aligned with his ideals, but actively pursued it. Despite the pleas from Wayne and others who had grown to cherish his presence, McCandless remained resolute in his goal to venture into the Alaskan wilderness, a dream he often shared, describing as his Alaskan Odyssey. The vivid image of the Carthage community gathering to bid farewell to McCandless as he set off toward this ultimate ambition remains a poignant memory, especially in light of his eventual fate. Wayne's last correspondence with McCandless came in the form of a postcard from Fairbanks, Alaska. It carried words of gratitude and a foreboding hint of the peril McCandless was walking into. This message, imbued with both warmth and chilling premonition, served as a testament to the impactful and indelible mark McCandless left on the lives he brushed against in Carthage, South Dakota, solidifying his memory as a cherished member of their extended family, a brave soul on an unfettered quest for meaning and truth in the wild. Part 5. A Dream Fulfilled and a Fatal Misstep, McCandless's Wilderness Adventure Chris McCandless stepped onto the stampede trail with his eyes alight, driven by the long-cherished dream of immersing himself completely in the solitude of the wild. Jim Galleon, the last to see him before he ventured into the unforgiving Alaskan terrain, noted McCandless's light gear. An intentional choice. As McCandless believed, true immersion required shedding the trappings of civilization. Despite Galleon's concerns, he gifted McCandless a pair of waterproof boots and some sandwiches, a small safeguard for the journey ahead. McCandless thrived in the wild for four months, a testament to his resilience and adaptability. His life was one of simplicity and fulfillment, sourcing sustenance from the land through foraged plants and hunted game. The challenge wasn't in the lack of modern conveniences, but in overcoming the harsh and unpredictable elements of nature. A pivotal moment came when McCandless stumbled upon an abandoned bus, an unexpected haven that offered a semblance of shelter. Here, he established his base, venturing daily into the surrounds to gather food and explore. Despite the physical toll and the relentless toil required to sustain himself, McCandless's journals reflect a contentedness with his existence in this untrammeled landscape. However, McCandless's adventure took a dire turn when he decided to return to civilization. His initial crossing of the Teklanica River, simple and straightforward in the stillness of April, was a stark contrast to his return journey. The melting snowpack had transformed the once tranquil river into a formidable barrier. Confronted by the swollen, impassable waters, McCandless faced the harsh reality of his situation, isolated and increasingly vulnerable. In his desperation, he overlooked potential paths to safety. A mile upstream, a less intense crossing awaited. Downstream, a hidden aid, a steel cable, could have provided the means to traverse the raging waters. These missed opportunities underscore the fine line between survival and peril in the wild. Faced with the swollen river, McCandless retreated to the bus, hopeful yet trapped by the forces of nature he had sought to commune with. 
His decision to await the river's retreat was a testament to his enduring spirit, even as the wilderness he revered presented its most unyielding aspect. This chapter of McCandless's journey underscores the unpredictable and often unforgiving nature of the wild, a realm where human resolve meets the indomitable force of the natural world. Part 6. A Fatal Error in the Wilderness, The Crucial Misstep That Led to McCandless's Demise Christopher McCandless ventured into the wilds of Alaska with a spirit fueled by dreams of a pure, unbridled communion with nature. The harsh realities of such an existence have quelled many, including seasoned adventurers and native Alaskans, yet McCandless managed to carve out a life in the backcountry with admirable resilience. His ability to survive for months on end is a testament to his resourcefulness and tenacity, distinguishing him among those who seek solitude and challenge in the wilderness. However, the question arises, having made the decision to return to civilization, why did McCandless revert to the shelter of the bus, only to meet his end in isolation? By the time McCandless acknowledged the mortal danger he was in, his body was already weakened beyond the point of recovery. His diet, which had previously sustained him, became the vehicle of his undoing. In the spring, McCandless had foraged and consumed wild potato plants, correctly identifying them as edible. However, during the summer, these plants seed, and unbeknownst to McCandless, the seeds contain ODAP, an amino acid that can lead to paralysis and death, particularly for malnourished individuals in his age group. This insidious toxin does not outright kill but traps its victim by hindering the body's ability to metabolize food into energy. A slow and cruel sentence for a man already pushed to his limits by starvation. As McCandless's condition deteriorated, he documented his weakening state in his journal, pinpointing the potato seeds as the cause of his distress. Despite the grim realization, he faced his fate with a remarkable sense of peace and acceptance. In the final days recorded in his journal, McCandless acknowledged the approach of death, even as he celebrated having reached a milestone of a hundred days surviving in the wilderness. Starvation is a brutal process that strips a person of their strength, leading to hallucinations, extreme exhaustion, and a profound sensitivity to the cold. Yet, in its final stages, the pain gives way to an almost euphoric serenity and mental clarity. It is within this state that McCandless offered his final words, a message of gratitude for a happy life and a farewell imbued with a sense of fulfillment and peace. McCandless's tragic end, nestled in a sleeping bag sewn by his mother, represents not a tale of foolishness, but a poignant narrative of fierce independence, a profound connection to the natural world and the unyielding human spirit. His journey and ultimate sacrifice stand as a stark reminder of the fine line between pursuing one's dreams and the unforgiving reality of nature's might. Part 7. A Journey's End, Not a Suicidal Venture, Understanding McCandless's Fate After years of piecing together Christopher McCandless's story from letters, photographs, and the haunting memories he imprinted on those he encountered, author John Krakauer has come to a nuanced understanding of McCandless's tragic demise in the Alaskan wilderness. Contrary to the opinion held by some that McCandless was recklessly seeking death, 
Krakauer presents a compelling argument for viewing him as neither naive nor intentionally suicidal. His research suggests that McCandless possessed a remarkable resilience and a profound longing to engage deeply with the natural world. This young man's journey was fueled by a desire to uncover truths about the human spirit and the essence of existence away from the confines of societal norms. McCandless's tale is not an isolated one. History brims with stories of individuals, particularly young men, who have ventured into the brink to satisfy a deep-seated need for discovery and connection. Such endeavors often bring individuals face-to-face with their own mortality, blurring the line between extreme risk-taking and a perceived death wish. The allure of the uncharted and the unknown has captivated many beyond the impetuousness of youth. John Muir, the revered conservationist and founding father of the Sierra Club, narrowly escaped death while pursuing his passion for mountain climbing at the age of 36. Krakauer, too, shares personal reflections on his own youthful exploits, driven by a similar urge to confront the wild's adversities. His solo ascent of the devil's thumb in Alaska at the age of 23 exemplifies the kind of precarious challenges undertaken in pursuit of exhilaration and self-discovery. Krakauer's candid recounting of his own adventures mirrors the thin line, McCandless walked, a line between seeking life's utmost intensity and the stark reality of nature's indifference to human endeavor. The difference lies not in the intent, but in the outcome. What separates those who survive from those who do not is often a matter of circumstance rather than a fundamental desire to escape life. In reflecting on McCandless's journey, Krakauer emphasizes that the young adventurer's mistakes, while indeed grave, were accidents arising from a combination of youthful hubris and a genuine search for meaning, rather than a deliberate flirtation with death. This distinction underlines the tragic nature of McCandless's end as a confluence of miscalculations and misfortunes, rather than an orchestrated farewell to the world. Through this lens, McCandless's journey is revealed not as a quietus, but as a spirited odyssey that, though it ended in sorrow, speaks volumes about the human quest for identity, belonging, and understanding amidst the vast, untamed expanse of the natural world. Final Summary Christopher McCandless's journey into the heart of the Alaskan wilderness marks a profound narrative of self-discovery, undying passion, and the relentless pursuit of life at its most raw and unbounded. From the day he stepped onto the Stampede Trail until his final moments in an abandoned bus, McCandless lived with the kind of fervor and dedication that most people only dare to dream of. His story captures the essence of a young man who ventured beyond the confines of conventional existence, driven by a quest for authenticity, freedom, and a deeper connection with the natural world. This odyssey was not without its missteps. Indeed, McCandless's tale is punctuated by moments of peril, miscalculations, and the ultimate tragedy of his untimely demise. Yet, even in the face of these adversities, his spirit remained undimmed, showcasing an enviable courage and a conviction to embrace life on his own terms. McCandless's impact, however, extends far beyond the solitary path he tread across the American landscape. The people he encountered, from the kindness of strangers like Jan Boers and Ron Franz, 
to the camaraderie shared with Wayne Westerberg were indelibly changed by their connections with him. McCandless provided a mirror to their lives, inspiring introspection, compassion, and sometimes transformation. Through these interactions, he wove a tapestry of human connection that continued to resonate long after his passing. In the years following his death, McCandless's story has reached corners of the globe far removed from the Alaskan wilds, touching millions with its stark honesty and the poignant reflection it offers on the human condition. For many, he has become an emblem of the yearning for a life that breaks free from societal expectations, a symbol of the eternal quest for meaning amid the vastness of the natural world. McCandless's legacy is a testament to the power of a life lived with intention and unbridled zeal. It serves as a reminder of the beauty and the brutality of the wilderness, of the risks that accompany the pursuit of dreams, and the imperishable allure of the path less traveled. As his story continues to captivate and inspire, it stands as a poignant homage to the spirit of adventure, the complexities of human nature, and the unending quest for a life lived in true alignment with one's deepest convictions and desires. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.